This week, we are celebrating our 50th podcast episode. We are so excited, and today we want to share about what apologetics has done in our lives and in the lives of you, our listeners. That's what we'll be discussing today on Christ, Culture, and Coffee. This is Christ, Culture, and Coffee, an apologetics podcast to help equip Christians to engage the culture through biblical, critical thinking. Your hosts for this podcast are Robbie Lashua and Tyler Hurley. Robbie is pastor of apologetics at Desert Springs Community Church, as well as professor of apologetics, worldview, and ethics at Mission Bible Institute. He is a graduate of Phoenix Seminary, as well as a graduate of the Master's in Christian Apologetics program at Biola University. Tyler is currently earning his undergraduate degree in theology at Grand Canyon University and currently serves as an apologetics intern at Desert Springs Community Church. Welcome to Christ, Culture, and Coffee. I am Robbie Lashua, and I'm here with Tyler Hurley. Hello, yep. Tyler. Hello. Happy 50th episode. Yes, we are celebra- celebrating our 50th but podcast. I was, I was telling it to you, not to the listeners. That's true. I mean, happy to the listeners, too. I know, but, I'm just know. more stating it out loud again because I'm just so excited. You know, yeah, it's I'm like, kind of shocked we're here, actually. Not it's like crazy. I thought we'd die this year or anything like that. <laughs> right. But um, I, 50, well, man, it seems like we just started this. Well, yeah, and on top of that, I mean, we were literally just talking about right before we started recording this just how uh, how much we've grown too, just in listeners from mm-hmm. different regions all around the world in different countries. Yeah. And uh, n- not just the United States alone or even North America. It's just crazy. Like No, all, all over. Around I the mean, world. I was just looking at the analytics stuff. And yeah, we're, we're talking about it, it'll only show me 50 different countries who listen. But I yeah. know there's more than that because I've seen them. But yeah, we got listeners in Russia, Brazil, Japan, England, yeah. Canada, Mexico. Um, uh, um, what did we say? Iraq. Yeah, Iraq. Right? We have Iraq. listeners in Iraq. I mean, all over over the place, uh, all over the world. It's just amazing to, to think about what God can do with uh, his truth and what he can do uh, through apologetics in all different regions of the world. Yeah, it's super exciting. So we're going to talk about that today and get more in depth with that. We are, yeah. We're going to talk about like what God's doing with apologetics in our own lives and in lives of, of our listeners. Um, but we're just really thankful to make it to 50 episodes. So thank you, our listeners, for being with us. We know you listen uh, every week. Uh, I, I see it on the, on the analytics. Like every yeah, Friday, yeah. there's just a massive amount of people who listen. So we're really grateful that you find this beneficial um, and that you're using it. You're, you're being encouraged and, and you're going out and you're using what we're saying for the Lord. Uh, before we get into uh, our topic and, and these stories we want to share with you today, um, it's a sad day and it's a good day because today we're giving away our very last coffee mug. Yes. The last Crazy. one we've got. I've had this gigantic box in my garage for a long time. And now I can get rid of it. <laughs> so Yeah, that's um, funny. Yep. So Tyler, you got the coffee tip <clears throat> for today. So you want to go ahead and share with the lucky winner of the last yes. mug who they are and yes. what their tip is. Absolutely, of course. So the craziest part about this, we were coincidentally just talking about how we have listeners from all around the world. So for our last coffee mug, this is going out to Sarah, who lives in England. So, England. I got to ship a mug to England? Yeah, oh, I guess man. so. I mean, okay. you know, for the last one, I mean, go big or go home. I, I guess right? so. Yeah. We're going to do it. Well, we're going big, that's for sure. Yeah. Big so, in the budget, yeah. I know. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah is our winner this week. Uh, she sent us a coffee tip from England, and this is what's really interesting. So uh, the tip that she said, she sent us two tips. So one is specific to the UK. Mm-hmm. She said uh, in the UK... 
if you are on a mobile network, O2, you can get a free Cafe Nero, which is a chain of coffee shops uh, in UK. Yeah, I actually, when I was out, when I went to Rwanda, you know, we stopped in London for a couple of days, and I went to Cafe oh, really? Nero like five times. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never been to the UK, so I hadn't heard of it. So oh, really? Yeah. No, it's, yeah, Cafe Nero, it's, it's good. That's cool. You can get a free coffee from them if you're just on their cellular network. Yeah, that's super cool. So she, she says that you can get the coffee, a free coffee every day with that. What? That's what it says. That is amazing. Yeah, that's great. I'm, so. mov- I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much money I'll save? Bro, you know, that that right. w- that does make sense, though. I mean, yeah. it's a good way to get people to keep coming back. So. Yeah, that's great. That Yeah, but that's awesome. <clears throat> and so she also sent another coffee tip just for anyone in general, like in the U.S. or um, just one that applies to her. But she, she says she's a college student, and to save money – um, like, you know how when you go to coffee shops and you try to get extra pumps of caramel or mm-hmm. vanilla and it's yeah. like, oh yeah, there's a 50 cent upcharge per shot or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. And yeah. so, so she has this tip, which it's actually, it makes sense. And I don't know why I hadn't thought of something like this before, but what Sarah does here, she says that she buys a co- coffee caramel syrup bottle mm-hmm. that she takes with her when she goes to coffee shops and she just adds the caramel syrup herself. Oh, wow. And saves money that way. Oh, I bet that saves you a ton of money. Yeah, yeah. Because you could probably buy a bottle of it for a couple of bucks, right? Yeah, and then, and then uh, yeah. In, in reality, like what, like the five bucks, not even, pro- actually, it's not even that much for a, probably a caramel syrup bottle. No, I'm probably assuming. for yeah. a few dollars yeah. you could get it, or, or in her cent, you know, maybe a couple pounds. Yeah, let's they say, don't have dollars. Yeah, let's there. say you have like three to five cups a week of coffee where yeah. you get like those shots of caramel in it. Yeah, that's fifty cents. That I mean, yeah. So I mean, you're yeah, talking, that's I a, mean, three a, a week is not very much. No, but yeah, and then uh, that's like what, like maybe a month's worth or. Yeah, you could long. save a ton of money that way. Yeah, it's great. So that's awesome. So great tip. Thank you, Sarah. That is really helpful. I remember um, back when Starbucks started their um, rewards mm. program. You know, and it like I have it. I have the app on my phone, but it used to be like an actual gold card you got. Oh yeah. And they used to let you if you had the gold card and you you had thirty points a year, which means you bought thirty. Drinks a year, which was like, yeah, that's a week of my life. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> um, so they, they'd give you free refills on, on plain tea or plain coffee, which they still do that. Oh, okay. But they also, if you had the card and you were a gold member, they wouldn't make you pay for added shots of espresso or added um, flavor. I didn't know that. They yeah. used to do that? They used to do that. So I saved tons of money, and then they wised up, and we're like, no, we're, we're losing too much revenue. Wow, <laughs> so they yeah. don't, all they do anymore is give you free black coffee well, refills. That, that makes sense. I yeah, can, it I makes a lot that. of sense, but I was pretty bummed about it. Wow. They, yeah. So anyway, they also used to let you have one drink free after you bought 10. Then it moved oh. to one after 12, and now it's on a point system. Yeah, with, and the points are based off of how much dollars you spend, spend, right? Yeah, it's not based Is off of like drinks 200 you buy. Now? Yeah. So it's yeah. like 200 bucks spent. Well, not 200. I, I don't know. Like it's that. like 125 dollars <laughs> okay. spent. Then you get a free. But cup, still, which... I mean, now that includes pastries because before, if you had just like a cup. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't care about that yeah, stuff though because I just get black coffee and I'd buy ten black coffees so that cost you like what twenty five bucks then you get a free one. <laughs> now it's a hundred and twenty five. So. Yeah, right. Okay, but that's why they're in business, you know, because they're making money. <laughs> that's anyway, true. Sarah, thanks so much for that tip. That those are two really great tips yes, for our thank UK you friends. So much. Take advantage of that free cup of Nero's <laughs> coffee. That's awesome. And then for the rest of us, yeah, adding your own syrups. Just put it in your bag or your purse. Take it with you when you go and. um that's a great tip. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, and it looks like a Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations on the last one, right? Yes, the very last. 
crazy. Of our mugs. Yep. So, so thankful for all of you guys sending in tips over the last uh, few months for that. So, today, um, what we want to do, this is our 50th episode, and we kind of thought, how can we just celebrate? What could be really encouraging? What could be fun for us to talk about today? And so, what we want to do is just remind everyone of what our goal is here at Christ Culture and Coffee. And we say this after every episode, mm-hmm. but what we're trying to do here is is we want to equip Christians to be able to defend their faith and to be confident in their faith. Those two things, be able to defend your faith and be able to be confident in your faith. And so we thought we would just talk today about how that's been taking place with our listeners, how those things have taken place in my life and in Tyler's life, mm-hmm. and just kind of share stories about what God's doing around the world, um, because it is, it's super encouraging to hear all of this stuff. Yes, yes. And so that's just what our focus is today. In celebrating this, we just want to talk through... Um, just in different ways that the that apologetics has impacted our lives and how we've applied some of the stuff that we've talked about mm-hmm. on the show into our lives. And not only that, how you listeners have been applying some of the apologetics tactics to your lives as well. And the stories that we've been hearing, it's just been incredible. Like it has all the been. stuff that we've been he- hearing from you guys. It's, it's cool. We're getting uh, email responses from people in other countries or Instagram messages on our accounts who are saying that the podcast is impacting them all around the world. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just want to thank you for that. And again, too, um, if you are listening to this and if you uh, feel that this podcast has been beneficial to you or to uh, others that you sh- may, may have shared some of this information with, uh, please go ahead and shoot us an email or an Instagram message. We would love to hear about uh, how this his, uh, how this podcast has been beneficial to you and to your friends and neighbors who you've been sharing this stuff with. Definitely. And along with that, if there are <coughs> topics that you want us to address or there's questions you have that you can't find answers to, let us know and we'll research and we'll we'll discuss it here on the podcast. So anytime yeah, you yeah, have that questions, would be great. yeah, just send them in. Well, Tyler, so in your own life, let's let's start with this. What are ways that apologetics has encouraged you uh, to be confident in the in the truth of Christianity? Yeah, yeah. And so um, I may have vaguely talked about this on our first podcast uh, back 50 episodes ago, which <laughs> is crazy. So It is crazy. <clears throat> um, but personally for me, apologetics, it's really shaped my life a lot into the direction of where God's leading me. And what I mean by that is just all throughout high school, going on different apologetics-related mission trips Mm -hmm. and studying through these things and reading books like uh, I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist, uh, learning about different apologetics tactics and understanding how my faith was lining up with reality, uh, it just really grew me and led me in the direction of ministry. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it's just cool because one of the most defining moments of my life that I can still remember to this day is on the apologetics trip on the SMI trip that we took to Salt Lake City, Utah. Mm-hmm. And when we were sharing with Mormons on the street, the Manti pageant, I can remember specifically uh, a moment where we were talking to this guy. Uh, he, he was an intern with uh, the church group that we were pairing up with there to do evangelism mm-hmm. at Manti. And <clears throat> he came over uh, in the middle of a discussion I was having with an elderly uh, LDS man, and the conversation that he was having with him just blew me away. Like, all the knowledge that this guy knew, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Christian, the intern who was with us, all the knowledge that he knew to refute all the arguments and the claims that were being made by the elderly LDS man, mm-hmm. 
uh, it blew me away. And I was just so shocked because uh, he, he had with him uh, this whole Bible that had the translations of Greek, Hebrew, and Aramaic mm-hmm. brought straight into English. And then what he was doing is anytime that the old man was trying to quote scripture to him and said, no, you know what? It lines up with the Mormon faith because it says this. He would say, no, this is what the original text says, and this is what it meant intentionally. And then hmm. seeing just his level of knowledge in that area made me realize this is something I want to have. Mm-hmm. I, so just yeah. seeing his example kind of inspired you yeah. to, man, I want to go in that direction. Yeah. Exactly. That's cool. And, so that, and if you never yeah. would have gotten out there and, and were on that trip, you wouldn't have seen it in action. No, I wouldn't have. seen how it was really helping people. Yeah. And so that, That's that, cool. that was just a very definitive moment for in apologetics in mm-hmm. my life. And then from there on out, it just it le- led me to grow into just uh, a longing to know Scripture more in depth and study other beliefs mm-hmm. and compare and contrast the differences. And then from there on out, I just realized, you know, I think God's calling me to ministry. Yeah. And that's what led me to GCU to start getting my bachelor's degree in Christian studies. And um, don't know where God's going to lead me in the ministry from there, but that's kind of uh, my upbringing into apologetics, uh, starting from high school and leading up until where I'm at today on this podcast with you. Yeah. It just, uh, I've just been very um, driven to study and learn more from that definitive moment in my life. That's awesome, man. That's so cool. Yeah, apologetics. To me, too, like there's just been so many times in my life where it's just been so important. I remember even as a little kid, because I grew up in northern Arizona, right. uh, and and pretty much all of northern Arizona, it was founded by Mormons. Yeah. Um, people, I don't know if people know that, but um, what happened was um, when Brigham Young took the Mormons out to Salt Lake City, which was Mexico at the time, uh, they wanted to make uh, the whole West Coast Mormon land. And so he sent people north and south. And so that, that's why Idaho, Utah, and Arizona are filled with Mormons, because the Mormons basically made a line uh, to, to try to keep yeah. out the U.S. from expanding. <laughs> it didn't work. Spoiler alert. Um, But but anyway, so um, even as a little kid, you know, I had the town I'm from was founded by Mormons. Uh, It's a little town, but there's a Mormon ward there. Right. So I had all of these Mormon friends growing up. And um, I remember um, some kids we played basketball with in town were Mormon. Uh, they'd come to my house. They were in the neighborhood. And uh, they gave me a Book of Mormon one day, you know. And I just remember, like, thinking through how untrue it is. And um, you, but, but then going to my mom and, and uh, pastors about, okay, why isn't this work? What's wrong? And just even then, like, when I was, like, 12, 13 years old processing um, – we can figure out what's true and it has to be more than just my parents believe it because my parents mm. believe Christianity, his parents believe Mormonism. They both can't be right because right. they contradict each yeah. other. So even having that thought as a young kid, so I always was driven to try to find truth, <clears throat> but I didn't know what apologetics was until I was in college. Um, I, I never, wow. I didn't know yeah. the term, you know? And so um, I took a class and I was blown away at, oh, yeah, I love this stuff because I love studying evidence against evolution. I loved knowing why Christianity is true more so than the Bible said so, you know? Yeah. Um, and so this whole world gets opened up to me in this class my junior year of college, and I just I just ate it up. I had a couple of friends at, at school, too, who loved it, and they, they introduced me to William Lane Craig, and I just started eating that up. And then I found out there were degrees in this, and then I found out Biola's mm. doing a whole bunch of stuff on this. Yeah. <laughs> and um, there's just that kind of, you know, this explosion of, of 
Christian philosophy, of good thinking in philosophy in our country. And man, I just, I couldn't read everything fast enough. I couldn't listen to enough podcasts. I just, I went nuts on it. That, and I that loved sounds it. exactly what I went through in high school. Yeah. Like, that's straight up. Like, it just, you, you get so excited when you first discover that. Yeah, it's invigorating. I mean, yeah. for, for anybody, I mean, and, and I think that this would be the case no matter what. Um, what your religion was, right, is if you found a ton of reasons why what you believe is true yeah. and it was backed up by so much evidence and proven true, that's awesome. The problem is is that Christianity is the only one that really has that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was just stoked. I was like, this is legit. Like, I actually believe this stuff. And then I'd find myself believing it even more, right? I, I was yeah. more sure of it, more and more sure of it. And so I remember, and I might have shared this too on the first podcast. I yeah. don't really remember. Um, but I remember one day after that class, just studying and being so stoked about mm. truth. And uh, I was walking back to my dorm room, and I remember where I was. I was I was going in the back door of the res hall at Arizona Christian University campus, <laughs> and um, I was just thanking God for for uh, truth and that I knew the truth, right? Yeah, and that's, right. that's where I was at. I, I, God, I thank you so much that you let me know the truth. And He just kind of spoke to my heart in that moment, and He and He just said, and you know that you don't just know the truth. But the truth resides in you. I live in you. And I just remember like crying, like that thought that the truth, Jesus is the way and the truth and the life, right? Mm -hmm. And he does. He resides in me. So it's not just concepts I understand. It's a person that is with me all the time. And I just thought I got to share this truth with everybody. Like I have yeah, to, so I great. have to help people know who this person is, and so that was for me. That was like the defining moment, and that's I knew great. that. Yeah, whatever I do, I, I apologize has to be a part of it. Um, mm. And um, I think for the confidence part, like obviously, it's helped me share the the gospel with thousands of people. Right? Oh yeah, I mean, it's helped me like adequately talk with people about truth, and it's awesome. Um, but the confidence part. I think it's really cool because um, everybody's going to have doubts, right? Right. Everybody does have doubts. Um, no matter where you're at, no matter what your faith is, you know, I, there's like even in mere Christianity, C.S. Lewis talks about having doubts, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, even as a Christian, sometimes I doubt that it's true. But uh, when I was an atheist, some nights I'd lie awake at night and the whole th- the whole truth about Christianity looked very probable. <laughs> yeah, I remember, <laughs> you know? I remember reading that, that he yeah. said that. And so everybody has doubts. Humans have doubts. And so Christian Christians have doubts. Um, And I remember um, when I was a kid, I was at a potluck with this this old guy at our church. He was old when I was a kid. Like, he literally wore clothes that were, like, decades older than me. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's an old guy. Phenomenal guy. Um, And we were at a potluck, and he was explaining to me. He just – we were just talking, and he was talking about World War II and how he came back from World War II and came under the Golden Gate Bridge and how he just had this really big sense of home when, once he came under the bridge. Oh, and it was just wow. awesome. But then then he started talking about how God's always been faithful and that Christianity is true. And then he threw out, you know, I've had my doubts and we all have our doubts about it. But God just, he keeps proving himself to be true. And I'd never heard anybody articulate that they doubted Christianity. Wow. As a Christian, right? yeah, that they yeah. doubted it, and I that I was probably like twelve years old or eleven years old when that happened, and I still think about that to this day. Like this old guy, just sharing, um, being honest with me. Um, he was a follower of the Lord. He led worship at the church. Awesome guy, um, but he admitted, yeah, you know, sometimes I have doubts, but God always 
proves himself. <laughs> it just stuck with me. Like, yeah, if something is true, I'm going to doubt at times. But whatever is real, it's always going to be able to prove itself. Right? Yeah, that's and, great. And that's where apologetics for me is awesome because, you know, there's nights where I'm lying in bed or I have a bad week. Or, oh, yeah. Or, you know, I yeah. have anxiety or worry or fear or whatever, and doubt creeps in, right? And I think maybe this is, this whole thing might not be true, right? Yeah. And I go, maybe I, is my whole <laughs> life a sham. I've been a pastor, you know, for for 13 years now. I've, uh, I have this podcast and am I just lying to people? You know, I think these yeah, things right. like, oh my gosh, that is a possibility, right? Um, but then I go, hold on, Jesus rose from the dead. Like it's indisputable. Yeah. There's so much evidence for it. God, God's existence is, is, is very, very, very highly probable. Um, I know that because of the arguments. I know, and so even when my emotions might be carrying me away, um, my rationale and my thinking can anchor me in truth. And that's what's so cool about apologetics is it, 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 in my doubts, it, it anchors me because right. I, I just know it's true. If I, wanted, if, if I wanted to not be a Christian right now, I, I think about this sometimes, if I wanted to walk away from it all, I don't think I could. Because yeah. I know too much. <laughs> like, like I, 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 well, I've seen behind the curtain. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, <coughs> this is what the case yeah. of the world actually is. And so that's one of the things that just helps me so much with the confidence is even in my anxiety, doubts, emotional mm. weirdness and ups and downs, um, nah, it's just true. And I know it's true. And I can't get out of that. And, and I'm glad for that. I'm very glad for that because yeah, it gives me confidence yeah. and it anchors me. And Jesus really is the rock, right? He really <laughs> is the fortress. He really is that stronghold that we have as Christians. Um, and so that's one of the things I love about it in my own life is, is it, it, it is true and it holds me to itself that's, yeah. because of its validity. Yeah, that's so, so good. Uh, and just to expand on that more, Robbie, I, I was going to ask you, so um, maybe, do you, do you think you have a good example on maybe just like a definitive, uh, doubt that you had in your mind one day and then one, and then you went and studied it and then you were like, oh, that's what, that's explanation for that. Do you have any examples of that in your life that maybe it was like something you doubted or maybe were unsure of, and then you went and studied it further and you're like, oh, wow, this makes total sense. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of those, right? Right. Yeah. Like, like one of the things I try to practice is cause, cause I have thoughts and I have doubts. Mm. Right. And one of the things that helps is to think like that, that you can doubt your doubts, right? Uh, (laughs) Like you can doubt that the doubt's legitimate. Um, But you need to write down the doubts you have and you need to go fervently study these things that are out there, right? And so like I'd say one of the things that that was like that for me was evolution Mm. Uh, because I I just – it's not what the Bible teaches. seems like special creation is is pretty clear in Genesis 1. Um, and so, um, I, I wanted to go seek out what's true and, you know, you've got the old earth guys, you got the young earth guys, all of that, you know, in-house dispute that's amongst Christians. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but the idea of macro evolution, I thought, man, if so many people, if so many people actually believe this, there's gotta be some type of evidence for it, right? There's gotta be something. Yeah. Right. And so I thought, man, maybe Christians are missing it because they're reading scripture wrong or something. And so I, I went to study it. And there's just literally no evidence that macroevolution happens. It's a myth. 
It's a powerful myth that people accepted as true based on microevolution, but there's no evidence that macroevolution yep. has ever taken place. There's no transitionary forms. There's no examples of it living right now. We don't see species jumping species. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I always thought about too. And yeah, that is, they always talk about the missing link, right? The, yeah, the it's still chain. missing. Well, the thing it's is, still missing. Yeah, there's just there's no evidence of a jump from a, one species to another like that. That's just no. it doesn't happen. No, and so like the whole you know Darwin's tree of life that everything comes from a common ancestor. Science and archaeology and uh, not archaeology, uh, paleontology, right? Yeah, F- right. the fossil record has shown actually it's more like grass. Like there's all of these species that all started somewhere. And uh, they all stay in their own species. Yeah, not, right. Not the jump species, right? Yeah, Kinds like for sure. Microevolution happens. Yeah, variation yeah. within species for sure. Of right. course, that happens. We see that happen in in one generation of human beings. If 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 t- parents are from different ethnicities, right? Yeah. Then you see their child has has a, a certain skin color or a certain facial traits or whatever. So we see that happen all the time, but we don't see two people having a, an iguana as a child. Yeah. <laughs> like you can count on, you know, we, uh, I just saw, um, some, some of, uh, our, my former students, they, they're having a baby. And so they're having this gender reveal party <clears throat> in a couple of weeks. Oh, right. And I was thinking about how fascinating it is that we do gender reveal parties, but we never do species reveal parties. <laughs> <laughs> because everybody knows uh, it's going to be human, right? Yeah, it just, because yeah. of yeah, and so so. Anyways, so that's that, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's like oh man, are we going to have a, a walrus or is it going to be you know a parakeet? Yeah. No, we don't or even is, ask or, those or questions. Is my child going to be the next? stage in the evolutionary process yeah. is my nope. kid, baby going to have wings like nope. yeah it's going to be a human <laughs> and so um <clears throat> so anyways so that's one of the things i'd say like you know but i thought because yeah. this is such a popular idea there has to be some validity to it and mm. the popularity is in the story the popularity is not in the evidence and so oh, that, yeah. that's one of the things that I, I, I dug hard into and I just found it lacking. And I found that actually the evidence points towards an intelligent designer. Oh, yeah. That, that's, such a, that's such a good example of a doubt, Robbie. Thank you for <laughs> sharing that because yeah. I was just trying to think through. Uh, <clears throat> I was just thinking through my own life, too, just with how uh, I've had doubts. And something that I did in high school, too, around the same time frame uh, – with one of my best friends, we, we ended up, uh, it was like freshman, sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. We, we just got, sat down together and we're like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and let's just write down in a spiral notebook on some sheets of paper different doubts that we have in Christianity. And then hmm. let's just go and seek them out and study them and then see what, what we get. Like, what's hmm. the evidence? <clears throat> and one of the things that astounded me so much um, just early on was... Uh, um, one of the things that I had doubts in my mind of was Noah's Ark. I'm like, sure. reading it as a kid in the Old Testament and then growing up, I started to think, okay, I'm like, did this really happen? Did a giant flood really overpower the earth? Did, like, like the whole idea of all every animal species, two of each kind, getting on a boat for 40 days, like, uh, did that really happen? And so something that just astounded me like um in studying that is just looking at all the different research that there is and the natural <coughs> evidences of a worldwide flood mm-hmm. occurring um on top of that having outside resources that are non-christian sources that talk about there being a nationwide i mean uh, sorry a worldwide flood yeah this is not just the bible yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. the epic of gilgamesh like yep. seeing stuff like that and that that's coming that's not just a christian idea like that's something that 
other sources are recording that they believed at one point there was a flood that covered the whole earth. Mm-hmm. And th- that just blew my mind, like seeing that <laughs> there's different evidences that a flood covered the earth. And th- then <laughs> that's the only explanation to me is like it makes sense that that would be the fl- the flood described in Noah's Ark. Yeah, yeah, because there's because yeah. there's not there's, <clears throat> it's it's interesting because there's not um, like all of these ancient stories about a worldwide fire that happened. Yeah, right. That's, you know what I mean? that's so, a good description. So why yeah. is it all commonly around this flood thing? Because maybe it's in the psyche of the human mind that this did happen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And there's evidence (laughs) for it and people remember it. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think that's such a smart thing to do is write down the doubts you have, because if God is real, if the God of the Bible is real, which I am a, you know, very big proponent of that. Yeah, he is. (laughs) Um, then can't he handle our little doubts? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of an arrogant thought to think, oh, I better not bring this up because he might not ha- know how to handle it. No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he knows how to handle it. And and to be honest, anytime I've brought up questions, Christians 100, 200, 300, 700 years before us, they've already come up with these questions and answered them. Yeah. It's not even like I got to figure it out. It's like the answer's already there. Yeah, pe- people have already thought this. about this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's the other thing about Christianity that's tr- that's so cool is that <coughs> we have 2,000 years of people figuring these things out because we have a God who tells us, you're supposed to think. You're yes. supposed to love me with your mind. Come, let us reason together. He wants us to investigate and test the spirits and, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty confident that it's true, and I'm glad that I know these reasons and evidences that it's true because my emotions are going to fluctuate, but reasons and evidence don't fluctuate. Yeah, it's kind of like, I like what you mentioned earlier. It's, it's apologetics and reasons for your faith. It's kind of, It really is kind of like an anchor yes. in those emotional points in your life when you're feeling doubts and you're like, you know, like I love how you mentioned too, Robbie, how you're like, if I... I thought about it when you said, I thought about it, and if I tried to leave Christianity, I don't know what worldview I would go to. Because it's just, yeah. you have this anchor behind you of you're like, what do I do about this? Like, mm-hmm. the, the, I can't deny that some of these facts ever occurred. Like, it, there's so much evidence for Christianity and the resurrection. Yes. And it's like, and the other thing is, and, and, the, yeah. and this is so, so that's one thing confident and anchored in Christianity. Right. The other side of it is I know too much about all that's wrong with mm. the other options. Yeah. So if I that that's the one thing I think about is uh, you know how in uh, is it in Mark seven or Matthew I can't remember but it's where Jesus is asking you know them who do you say I am who you know this right and yeah. then there's that there's that part where um um a lot of disciples leave once Jesus starts saying hard things and he looks at the twelve and he says are you guys going to leave too and Peter says something fascinating he says Lord where would we go? You know, you have the words of life. Where, 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 to whom shall we go? Where do we go? And I think about that a lot is if I wasn't a Christian because it's true and it proves itself to be true and there's great evidence for it, what, what would I want to become and where would I go? I couldn't be an atheist. I know yeah. too much about God exists and, and the, there's the, you know, the teleological evidence, cosmological, like it's not mm-hmm. philosophically sound. I couldn't live with myself trying to believe that a God doesn't exist, right? The Muslim option is a mess and there's so much wrong with it yeah. and it's based on one guy's opinion of what happened to him in a cave, not on multiple witnesses. That's, that's very similar to Mormonism. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I can't go there either because there's so much wrong with that and, and not just wrong like evidence for its validity, but then you see the guys who you're supposed to be following 
and they were really immoral, horrible people. Yeah, where they're all marrying the nasty stuff. Yeah, they polygamy, did, yeah. marrying other people's wives, um, marrying six-year-olds. And that, not to mention, I can't the, follow that. And not to mention, this is also with Muslims and Mormons, and like with uh, Muhammad and with Joseph Smith, they both form militias and they slaughtered yeah hundreds of people yeah so there's killing there's polygamy <clears throat> so it seems like, like yeah. their religions were based on getting power sex and fame from then you you contrast that with this Jesus guy and not a hint of any of that no not a hint yeah. of that at all he's humble he's loving he's self-sacrificing he says love your enemies not slay your enemies uh, he doesn't have any wife yeah. Um, it's just, it's obviously true, I, I think. And so if I was to leave it, where would I go? Uh, the Hindu option is a mess. Buddhism is all based on you have to desire not to desire, which is a contradiction. Um, yeah. wh- what do we got? There's no other, there's no other I mean, halfway. Zoroastrianism? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, do I make up my own thing? I mean, it's a mess out there. Christianity yeah. is the only thing that holds water. And so even if I wanted to leave it, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I can't. Now, the other thing is that I think is fascinating is um, there are so many reasons to want it to be true as well. Like, not only am I convinced that it is true, but I want it to be true. Because that's On the best case that, scenario so you can get. Yeah. yeah, it's so beautiful. It's a great. God who would do all the work for you. A God who is that forgiving and that loving. There's nothing else like it. It's completely set apart from any other idea uh, and any other religion in the world. And so um, it's beautiful. And, and yeah. the beauty of it compels me. The truth of it through reason and evidence compels me. And then what options am I left with compels me. <laughs> so, so all of those are reasons that I think it's actually valid and, and why uh, I just have faith and, and strong faith in its validity. And that's why I'm a Christian. Um, I, I can't yeah, I can't leave it. Yeah, there's, there's, and not because of family pressure, um, not because of intellectual suicide. Like I want right. to follow truth wherever it leads. I just, this is the only place it leads. Yeah, that's that's the same case for me. Like, because you don't, <clears throat> and as a pastor and in, in your position right now, you don't want to lead people into lies no and into way. falsehood. No way. Yeah, like, like, like uh, it, it, I think it says something that you're a pastor, and that I mean that I'm wanting to go into ministry. It's because. Mm-hmm. We obviously believe this is true. Yeah. And it, we're trying to get that out to people. It's not that we have all these doubts and we're like, you know, there's a good chance that this isn't true, but I'm just going to teach it anyway. Yeah, I'm just going to go for it and make a career out of it. Yeah. Like make that's, a lot of money. <laughs> right. Because yeah, right. pastors make so much. Oh, you know? my gosh. Yeah, we're so rich. It's amazing. I mean, well, there is Joel Osteen, but I mean, hey, yeah, 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 it's yeah. okay. <laughs> but there's still like uh, the point is, is it's just Christianity is true. It is true. Yeah. And yeah, and I want people to know what's true. Now, again, the Muslim imam <laughs> believes what he believes. I just right. don't think he has good reasons for it. The, yeah, right. The, the bishop of the local Mormon ward believes what he believes. But I just don't think there's good reasons for it. And I do think there's good reasons for Christianity, a ton of good reasons, more good reasons than anything else. Um, so, yeah, I think the confidence level that we have because of evidence is just something that other religions can't possibly have because they don't right. have good evidence. But we want to we want to keep talking about kind of stories of what God's done through apologetics, not not just in our own lives, but in the lives of our listeners. Yes. And so, Tyler, you got a cool story about uh, how the podcast has helped somebody you work with, actually. Yes, uh, I would love to share about that. So, um, uh, I have a coworker who uh, some friends of mine were talking, and they said that they were listening to the, to our podcast, 
And uh, they came up to me one day. Uh, it was either like at the end of a shift or like right after work. And they said, you know what? I've really had a lot of questions about Christianity and different denominations and different views and beliefs. And your podcast with some of the episodes uh, has been helping answer those questions. And now I'm, I'm kind of curious and I want to learn more. And so uh, they told me that after hearing the podcast and talking with uh, um, other friends of ours who go to Desert Springs here, they said, I, you know, I want to start attending Desert Springs and checking it out, look into this that for myself. That's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. And the, the crazy thing is, I'm pretty sure they told me too, when we were uh, discussing this at work, that they, they were a former Catholic. They, they went up to, they were going to, uh, you know, to mass every weekend with mm -hmm. their family. And it was just kind of like a, a traditional thing, but hearing about like how now, I, I've been seeing them consistently come to church every single week. How long has that been? Uh, it's been at least for two or three months. That's so crazy. Yeah, so, start, yeah. starting ever since they told me that they listened to the podcast. And now they've been coming to the church and checking out Yeah, now they've been coming to the church and checking out Christianity. Dude, that is yeah. so awesome. Helping people come to realize <laughs> what truth is and or at least be open to investigating. It. Right, right. And on top of that, um, this person has also been sharing with another coworker who uh, um, I'm pretty sure has grown up a Christian, but now that person is also attending our church. And it's just crazy, like seeing <laughs> that, um, that they're, they're like the podcast is reaching to people and bringing them into church. And like helping them to become more discipled in truth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, just, well, it's just so cool. Just that is awesome, that. man. Well, I'm praying for your coworker. Hopefully, yeah, that, that she can come to know the Lord. Yeah. That's the goal, yeah, right? absolutely. That is so awesome. Well, I, we've got so many stories like that. <laughs> I remember a, a while ago, we got a coffee tip from a listener, and I, I have the email right here. I want to read to you this. This is from Maggie. She lives out in Missouri. She's been a faithful listener and mm. uh, podcast evangelist. I don't know. She tells all of her friends about it. <laughs> so we've got a big listenership over in Missouri. Uh, but she said in her pot, in her uh, email that she's a first-year college student, and she wanted to be filling her busy schedule with the Word in any way that she could, although watching you know Netflix and stuff is more tempting. <laughs> she said she knows that her, her mind needs a constant reminder to turn back to the Lord rather than fall into uh, media and shows. So she said podcasts came into her mind, and uh, Christ Culture and Coffee has become her morning routine before class after spending her own time with the Lord. Wow, that's just so great. Yeah, yeah that's cool. She, yeah, she said, she said that she likes our she, – she said that we crack her up, um, and um, it's helped her. This podcast has helped her to take the word and apply its truth to her life and also share those truths with others. Hmm. So that that was super encouraging. Like that's a way our podcast is impacting somebody that that they're using it to stay their mind on truth, focused on the Lord, but also to have confidence and then to go out and share the truth with other people. Yeah, that, right? that's so cool. So cool from Maggie. Yeah, just it's super encouraging stuff. There, there's another um, email I got a while ago. This is from a lady named Renata. <clears throat> she said, uh, thank you so much for your podcast. I love listening to it when I'm alone in the car during my daily school commute for my kids. Um, she said the episode on hell was a particular blessing to her um, because her 11-year-old son was asking her if Jews are God's chosen people, but now that Jesus came, they still don't think he's the Messiah. Does that mean that they're going to hell? And she told him that she needed some time to think about it <laughs> and um, um, uh, because uh, she, she wanted to give an adequate answer, right? Right. Yeah. Then she said, after dropping her son off in the school parking lot, um, she was looking through our podcast and she saw our episode on hell and she listened to it all the way through. And then she says, not only did I learn a lot, I also felt much more equipped to continue that conversation with my son after I picked him up from school. 
That's so cool. So cool, man. So like, yeah, helping people be able to disciple their kids and to be able to answer tough questions. I mean, that's a great question from an 11-year-old, right? What an astute thinking child. Like, that's amazing. That's great. But as as parents, yeah, we need to have those answers. And so we're just thankful that we can be a part of coming into that space and helping people have adequate answers and know how to articulate them with their kids. It's just great seeing that God is using the materials that we're sharing on this podcast to impact the people who are listening. Like, that just... That's the part that that makes us super excited about all these stories. It does. And 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 it's not because we're so great or smart or this podcast is the best thing going. It's not. You know what it is? It's because people invested in us about apologetics. Yeah. And we want to do the same thing that was done to us. Right. And so we're yeah. using this medium to impact people. And hopefully what you're using this podcast to do is impact people. And hopefully what the people you're impacting is using <coughs> your impact for is to impact people. And we're multiplying disciples of Christ. That is the goal of, yeah. of what we're supposed to do. That's what Jesus left us to do. I know. that. Right. That's so, that's so true. And then, then uh, just thinking about, too— um, uh, just in general, the growth that, like we said, we've been having, and then, um, uh, like I, I was, I mentioned this to you, but uh, last week we actually, I was at work, and I, I told you about this, and uh, I went and I, I work at a Chick Fil A, and I ended up bringing some food to uh, one of the customers that came in, and uh, right now I, I don't remember his name, but uh, what ended up happening was uh, when I gave him his food, he he said, you know what? He's like, I recognize your voice. Are you, do you? co-host Christ Culture and Coffee. <laughs> I'm like, wait, That's what? Ridiculous. I was like, okay. And so <clears throat> he said, yeah, like I, I listen to it uh, all the time. I just heard uh, you just got back from a mission trip recently. Like, how did that go? And I was like, wow, like this is just crazy. That's like, got to be a little creepy, right? Well, well, no, I mean, I was flattered <laughs> by it and I thought it was cool. I was like, wow. That is cool. That's <laughs> like, crazy. He recognized your voice, like seeing yeah, what you yeah. look well, like and stuff. But it makes sense though, because I was calling out names. So like he heard my voice, like as I was, because I was running out food that day. So okay. he could hear it. He could hear it leading up to me going and giving him his food, but like, it's I just see. crazy. And then that is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've arrived, Tyler. You're, you're right. now a local <laughs> podcast celebrity, <laughs> if that's a thing, right? Right, right. Oh, that's so funny. No, but it is it's cool. just a cool story, yeah. It is a cool story, and it, it's it's encouraging to us to know that that people are listening. Because, like, right now, I'm I'm staring at your face. I'm staring at half of your face that's right, behind yeah. the screen. Um, I don't know who's eyes. listening. Yeah, nobody's listening right now because we're just recording it. <laughs> that, that's yeah, that's the crazy thing. I, I always tend to forget the fact that when you and I come and meet to record this podcast, that mm-hmm. we are. Like hundreds of people are going to listen to this conversation later. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, it's, it's, if I thought about it, it kind of freaked me out a little, to be honest. Yeah, probably. That's the goal, right? You know, we're comfortable though. And things are good, you know, like (laughs) just just you and me here. Just me and you, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. So many cool stories have come in. Uh, Tyler, why don't you, even, even with our coffee tips today, why don't you, you share about Sarah in England? Yeah. So, uh, Sarah, who sent us the coffee tip, like you said, uh, in England, she, uh, is studying at a university and she is a part of a Christian union where she said that their goal is to spread the gospel on the campus. And so in saying that, she said in the email response, she said that um, that the podcast on how to reach out to Muslims was so amazing and helpful as we get many questions from Muslims and it, find it super hard to respond to. Mm-hmm. But your podcast has helped so much. And I had shared it with my friends within CU and kept telling people about it. And I probably have – she just basically said, like, this this was just astounding 
to me, to, like the information that was shared on this podcast mm -hmm. to where I could feel confident in giving these responses to Muslims on the campus. That's awesome. So there's people, there's, <coughs> there's Sarah and her friends in England yeah. who are sharing the truth of Jesus Christ with Muslims because of the information that we shared on the podcast. Yeah. Like how cool is that? Like that's just, it's awesome. just, it's cool for me to know that the goal we set out to, you know, to help Christians be equipped to defend their faith and to be confident in their faith is happening. Yeah, Sarah's yeah. defending it in England, right? When I'm sleeping, right. she's over there defending it because it's daytime That's over happening. there. Yeah, yeah. and, and um, 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 other people. Renata is confident to talk to her child, you know, about yeah, hell yeah. and what that means. And Maggie is confident to share with those around her, and it's part of how she stays her mind on the Lord. It's just cool to see what we set out to do is actually happening. Right, and then on top of that, like. Um, we, we've had people that we've talked to before who, uh, who said that they've like, they've played our podcast at like rehab centers and stuff and like listen yes. to it. Yep. With, like, yeah. I know a guy who, he plays the podcast like almost every week at this, uh, this alcohol and, and drug rehabilitation center he works at. Yeah. Like, like yep. that's just so cool. And then like, like knowing that people who are recovering from addiction are listening to the podcast and they're being built up yep. and encouraged by it. Like that, that's just a, that's a great thing. Like that's just cool to hear. There's so many cool stories. Uh, one, one last uh, email I want to share with you it comes from this lady named Rachel. She sent me an email about um, just how she, she's been built up through this. Um, what she said in her email was that uh, she grew up as a Christian uh, and never really questioned why she believed what she believed or whether it was reasonable. But uh, listening and working through the podcast, she's been fascinated with understanding the why behind the what she believes and how she knows Christianity is true and it's the best option out there. Mm. Um, so she said that she's been able to apply the, the podcasts and the things that she's been learning to have deeper conversations with her unsaved roommate, with her uh, non-Christian friends. And she actually uh, took a friend to church on Sunday uh, a few weeks ago uh, when I was preaching, and um, she said that her friend was amazed that at our church— uh, we, we were teaching that there is evidence and there are good reasons to believe what we believe. Wow. Uh, this friend she brought, uh, he's an atheist. He doesn't believe in Jesus. Oh, wow. But he was shocked that churches actually thought reason and evidence was important. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So that's that's awesome. So she goes on in in this uh, that's great in this email, which is so cool, just to say thank you for the work you're doing on the show and uh, through apologetics and the passion that you guys have. It's been stretching my faith and giving me words and concepts to use when sharing a Christian perspective to current events and to topics. Um, and then she goes on and she said that um, I want to read this. Let me scroll down a little. Um, she said that. Uh, She's excited that with her friend, who's an atheist, they're going to start working through uh, and read together Frank Turk's book, I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist, and discuss it. That's so cool. Yeah, so yeah. talk about confidence and equipping happening, and now she's going out and, and she's evangelizing yeah, and, and, like, and discipling. Yeah, it's so it's just super encouraging uh, that, that what we set out to do, Tyler, is happening, and um, – I think sometimes we can get so focused on, you know, the next thing we have to do and where we're headed and vision right, casting. Yeah. And, and it's good to take time like this episode and just reminisce and and see how the Lord is is using us and see how the Lord is using our friends out there and, and our listeners yeah. and just to get excited about what God's doing and that his plan and his church will prevail. The gates of hell cannot break us down. <laughs> we stand our ground. We stand firm on the ground that Jesus won for us, and uh, we go forward. 
We go forward with his name. We go forward in evangelism. We go forward in discipleship. Um, and that's what's occurring, and that's what's happening. And it's just a, it's a message the world needs to hear because so, so much, you know, so much negativity is out there, and it's easy to get depressed if you pay attention to the news. Um, right. But when we realize all of these little things are happening out there, and nobody's documenting it, and there's no, there's no, you know, Fox News channel there, <laughs> you know, recording it. But God's people are doing what they're supposed to do, and they're making an impact in England and in LA and in Japan and in Hong yeah. Kong and all around the world. All around the world, God's people are doing so much uh, for the cause of Christ. So it's just super encouraging to me. Yeah, yeah. No, you said it, Robbie. It's just like crazy seeing um, just not like just the impact in the different people groups that we've been reaching with this podcast. And um, uh, please, and again, like like if you have more stories that you haven't shared with us as listeners, if this podcast has impacted you or someone you know in a certain in a way that uh, you would like to share with us mm-hmm. that how God is using this material, uh, we would love to hear that back from you. And yeah, just stories on uh, just how apologetics has applied to your life. And again, like we said, please send us questions. Uh, we love responding to any questions that we get from our listeners mm-hmm. and trying to do our best to um, be a resource for you. Because uh, the thing is, we don't want to just be <laughs> talking about subjects on the podcast that uh, that aren't beneficial to our listeners. Sure. We want we want to be helpful into growing you guys in your faith, and we we want to be an encouragement to you. So absolutely. And the the other thing is yeah. too is like I just want I want you guys all to know out there like um, we're so proud that you're taking these things and doing what you're supposed to do with yeah. them. Like, God is proud that you're following the Great Commission and you're going out to make disciples. And so we're just, we're, we're, we're so thankful we can come alongside you and, and enable you in any way to fulfill what God has mm. called you to do, what he's called us to do as the church, to go out and reach the world for Christ. Yeah, and thank you again so much for listening. And, um, and please, uh, if you are listening to the podcast by a week-by-week basis, uh, be sure to tune in next week because we're starting a new series on the resurrection. Yeah, evidence for the resurrection. Easter's coming up. Yeah, and so uh, you're not going to want to miss that. Uh, we're going to dive really in depth on some of those episodes on uh, evidence of the resurrection and how we can know that it is true. And so Definitely. Please join us next week as we yes. begin that. But thanks again for 50 episodes. Thanks again for being with us today on Christ Culture and Coffee. Thank you so much. Yep, and we will catch you guys next week. All right, see ya. You have been listening to Christ Culture and Coffee, a podcast ministry of Desert Springs Community Church in Goodyear, Arizona. For more information, visit our website at dscchurch.com.